Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Voila! In view, humble bald villain veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the virtues of fate. Can't read this thing out. <laughs> this visage is no veneer of vanity. This is the Nomads of Fantasy. Oh. And this is episode 109, where we are discussing V for Vendetta, a uh, movie from 2005. Uh, with me this week, I have the voracious Brandon. <laughs> People shouldn't be afraid of their government. Government should be afraid of their people. Dun, dun, dun. And I also have the virtuously vain Eric. Virtuously vain? I don't know. I don't know. I'm singing the V words. <laughs> Behind this mask, there's more than flesh. Behind this mask, there is an idea, and ideas are bulletproof. I almost went with that one. It's a good yeah, one. It's a, a good quote. It's a heavy hitter. Was good a, quotes throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. Or very good verbiage. There was a sure. plethora to choose from for this for <laughs> this, for this this intro. I was trying to th- I, I gotta yeah. think of a V word. A, I don't know. Vicarious. They are tough. There's a lot of V you words. Gotta, you got to look it up. Vindicate, vigilant, vil- virtuous, yada yada yada. But an ass. Um, we wanted to jump back to this one because uh, have you either you guys? You guys both saw it, right? I, I haven't saw seen it, it since it came out. I saw it in high school. Um, we watched. Oh, we watched okay. it in high school uh, after reading the book 1984 because it's kind of a you know similar. Okay. Similar concept yeah. there with an oppressive government and everything. So. So yeah, that's the last time I watched it, and I don't remember if I watched the entire thing, but there's definitely parts of this movie that I don't remember. So this is more or less feels like the first time watching it. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's been a while for me, but um, we do have. Do we reach out to uh, the socials at all? We got a couple, couple little socials. Sure. Why don't we? Why don't we hop over there yeah. and we'll check in on the calendar after that. over on Twitter at Nomads of Fantasy. Just ask if you remembered this movie and what they what you think of it. We only got a couple for this one. Uh, the Joystick Show said, love it. At the time it came out, it was one of my favorite comic book movies. And our good buddy Jake Iveson said, love this movie. Watched it a lot back in the day. Such cool sequences and chills at certain parts. Um, and that's all for Twitters. Yeah. I don't know if it's just was, people mean, just haven't seen this one or haven't seen it in a while, but... I don't really hear it being talked about all that much these I, days. That's for sure. I don't even remember why we comic books going on now. Why we decided to do this one. I don't remember how it came up. Uh, we were, it was Independence Day is coming up. Oh, so I thought, sense. you know, we were going to talk, you yes. know, do something patriotic. But then this one kind of seemed like a good, you know, England rising up for their freedoms and all that kind of stuff against the fascist I don't know what we call them, regime or whatever, but yeah, I was, okay. that makes sense. I hadn't seen this in a long time, so it was kind of interesting to go back to and see again. But before we get into things, let's just upcoming in the next couple of weeks, 
Oh yeah, um, with the month of July is is it's pretty fun. Packed schedule. One. Yeah, so we're talking about V today. Next week we're going to s- the Stephen King classic Stand by Me. Yeah, which I'm very much looking forward to because it's the it's summertime. It's a summer right. movie. You know, it's not a, nothing, story. not a blockbuster, but yeah, absolutely. You know, it's something a little different tone. It's, it's Stephen King stuff is always, I don't know. It's interesting because you know that the books are good. So you always got to see how the adaptation goes. Right. Uh, third week of July, I think I believe it's 16th, 17th. We're watching True Grit going to the Cowboy Western. I'm excited I about that, that one. I, I felt like doing the Western might be fun again because it was actually really fun with Unforgiven. I know. And, uh, sure. I'm looking forward something to about that Western. storytelling. And Hateful Eight was a blast talking through as well. Just, I don't know. This movie, it was just, I won't, well, I won't give anything away, but it was. Uh, I haven't seen this one either. I loved it's... it. And it's got some of the best kid acting I've ever seen. So I've been meaning really? to watch that one for a while really now. Good. So I'm excited. It's got Matt Damon in it too. Yeah. Don't look at it. Cast is stacked. Going blind. Going blind. I know just the cast is stacked. This yeah. is a little yeah. weird, but uh, after that, the summer of Arnold continues. We get into uh, the oh, classic Running Man. Running Man. Another one yeah. that I have not seen that I'm which pumped for. Which is Stephen King. It is, isn't it? It's a Stephen it's King. A combo. Yeah, well, it was under his uh, ghost name or whatever that he used. Hmm. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know uh, if I knew that. Yeah. Uh, Stand By Me and... Uh, um. Running Man, it's real Stephen King month. I did not Sweet. know that, and I did not plan that to happen. But it may not be Arnold's best movie. But like I was saying in Discord, I mean, we've also done his... The Shining. That was Stephen King's work. Um, you know, Doctor Sleep. Try not to touch in his his work. Yeah, nice. Doctor Sleep. Uh, end of the month, we're closing out with going back to Tarantino, hitting up uh, some Reservoir Dogs. Which because who hasn't seen it? I me. Which one of you hasn't? This is a had. banger of a month. We're yeah, we're crossing a couple uh, movies Tarantino. that I've been meaning to see off my list. So I'm very excited. It's, yeah, and they're all they're all really I don't know. I kind of love all of these movies except I haven't seen True Grit, so that's the only one I'm missing out on. But I'm looking forward to every single one of them. So nice. Well. We'll have that calendar out on Twitter shortly, and then um, why don't we take a break real quick right now, and let's come back and victoriously discuss the virtues of V for Vendetta after this. This movie came out, what, 2005? It was based on a screenplay from the Witkowski siblings, which I completely forgot about. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember that part. I forget who directed it. 
James Mateague, uh, who have done some other stuff, but he hasn't done too much since then, according to IMDb. But he did a couple things before here where he was on, he was an assistant director on Star Wars Episode Two. Uh, he was an assistant director on the Matrix movies. He's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. But uh, yeah, this was an interesting one. This was his first like big directorial debut, which is interesting. Um, it's also adapted from a comic, which yeah, I, I didn't forgot about. I didn't forgot, even know that, that until I was doing some more research on it this time around. Um, but yeah, it was originally a graphic novel published by DC. Yeah, under their yeah, written by fancy label Alan. Yeah, written by Alan Moore, who also wrote The Killing Joke. He wrote um, The Watchmen. Um, he's got, you know, Superman and Batman and From Hell apparently is really good. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but which is kind of weird. Seems like he likes I, a like, certain theme. The things about this movie. Like anarchy type yeah, stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like fascism, governmental, Overwatch kind of stuff. Like gov- yeah, government oppression. Yeah. Which is weird because apparently he didn't, you know, he didn't like From Hell and The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. This was, I think, his third one to get adapted, but declined to watch the film and asked to not be credited or paid royalties for the movie. No, he was not a fan after he read the script. Do you want me to actually there's a direct quote from him? Um, Okay, let me hear. Yeah. Alan Moore says after reading the script, he said, The movie has been turned into a Bush-era parable by people too timid to set a political satire in their own country. It's a thwarted and frustrated and largely impotent American liberal fantasy of someone with American liberal values standing up against a state run by neoconservatives, which is not what the comic V for Vendetta was about. It was about fascism. It was about anarchy. It was about England. So not a fan of the script. After it sounds like it. something an author would say about a right. film adaptation. <laughs> right. You took my work and completely twisted it, which is like, isn't that the point of an adaptation? Like to interpret it your own way, you know, and make it into your own thing. I mean, I get the so source taking... material. You're taking the source material, you're taking yeah. the idea, but you're, you know, you're creating something. And that's why it's called an adaptation, you know, which I, is tough because you're taking something. I think we run into this with a lot of like, I don't know, book to movie adaptations. Like what do you leave out? What do you keep in? What do you have to change? It's all about the writers. You're trying to to condense. Who knows? I don't know how big the book is condensing that down into, you know, two hours and 12 minutes, a Mm -hmm. movie. I don't know. And it was the Wachowski's interpretation in the, in the story they, that they wanted to tell as well. And it, in his quote, it, I mean, it did inform, you know, the movie informed what was happening, like he said, in America at that time, like Bush era stuff. Um, I mean, this movie was informed by and inspired by a lot of different things. Like, I don't think the I, I think I like the the movie overall, but it didn't, you know, doesn't feel revolutionary quote-unquote if you will (laughs) um like this idea of this government oppression and like you know fascism and whatever has been told many times like i said like in books movies like just think of star wars it's like the same thing if you look at you know the empire as this the government oppressive force and like the rebels as the revolutionaries like it's it's kind of the same story been 
that's been told before, but um and I like the I I do like the kind of superhero quote unquote spin. But if you want to call V a superhero, um he's a he's a hero for the people. Right. He's yeah, he's something. He's also a murderer, but I don't he's know. He's a vigilante. Yeah, I forgot a lot of his backstory. I just remember dude in a mask. I did too. Like murdering. I forget all about that. Yeah. Murdering people, but it kind of. It. I mean, because the movie starts out quick. I guess. Well, before we get into the movie, Brandon, going back and rewatching this, having not seen this, what were your thoughts on? How'd you? How was your? You know, refreshing of V for Vendetta. No, I, I liked it. The only thing that bothers me is. Um, not it's a good movie. Like the acting's good. Like I, I really have not too much to complain about. But I mean, Hugo Weaving. The, I mean, you Natalie, don't know it's him, but he's so good. His performance. It was just it was just weird that everyone is English in this movie. Well, it's in England. But why is Natalie Portman doing a British accent? Kieran Knightley. Because Natalie was Portman was huge at, at the time. time. I yeah. know. No, I, no, I get. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying artistically. I mean, she does a great job too with the with the role, like when she cries and shit and all that stuff. Like she's great in the last end of the part of the movie. I mean, the um, director worked. I was, on, I was just thinking, like, director worked on the prequels, so uh, Star Wars American prequels. So. Oh, that's, aren't... that's a good point there. And Americans she's doing a British, do a British accent, accent in the prequels. Yeah, they're never good, but British yeah. people are, are better actors. I didn't even notice any of that. But you no. don't even know when a British person's a fucking British person in America because their accents so good. We're, we don't even like. Yeah, that guy's doing a Boston accent. A guy's from like. Ireland or England or Scott, you know, like you didn't even know because they're so good over there. I didn't think it was like distractingly bad or anything. And then, and then Hugo Weaving, he's great, but like, what's with the accent, bro? Why don't you have a? I only all day fucking day, right? Viciously, viciously. Not all English people are cockney. I can't understand what the fuck. Never. I'm just saying. Oh. You know, you'd be somewhere from there. You don't know where he was taken from. He could have been taken from that area. (laughs) Well, it's set in London, so it's yeah. I don't know. I don't. I didn't have a problem with with their accents. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know. No, no. Accent, again, like it. I thought Natalie the was the kind of well because you don't. It's tough because Hugo, you don't get to see his face, but you, he's got like the the body movements and the the movement to kind of like express yeah. himself. And Natalie's like the one that you're getting the emotion <laughs> from, and it, like you know, I feel bad for her, but you know, she's getting tortured. I laughed at a couple of right. scenes too but i forgot about i forgot about, oh i knew i remember the catch but i forgot about like what it, she had to go through to get into that and i'm like i'm like oh my god that's a fucked up thing to do to do to somebody that you're trying to like convince about your ideology in there yeah she asked i mean for it. Uh, not yeah, like I that mean, though but like he was just was pretty, yeah. i thought he should be pissed off for a little longer but that's we can I get th- to yeah that. i think she i don't know I, I don't know how if we just want to dive into it but like I don't know. I think. Well, if nobody's ever seen it, like it's a movie about this guy who continues this old ideology. So I think it's based on a true story of a guy, right? Guy Fox. Guy Fox. That, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Right. Tried to blow up parliament. Didn't mm-hmm. like the leadership. Blow up. Take all the bad guys out. All, well, he considered the bad guys. Um, and then uh, started new and replaced him with like some Catholic leader. They, they found out about it. They stopped him. They show this in the beginning of the movie. And then now you have this guy V who's mysteriously like badass and he just can kill people with knives and shit. Um, <laughs> wears a mask at all times, a guy Fox Max uh, mask, and he is our hero. Um, and he bumps into Natalie Portman's character, and 
saves her from trouble, opens up his uh, life to her in a way. And then he's like, well, I've shown you my life. I can't really let you go. And from there, the two of them have, I guess it's not a love. I don't care about the love story part of this at the end. I mean, like, I, I like a mutual respect. End, but. It's like, it's yeah. I think the, the love comes from just like the connection, you know, it's not, it's weird. I agree. It's not like she loves him and wants to like have his babies. I think it's just that like, connection that bond that they formed going through all of this together and like he convinced her or opened her eyes i guess right he yeah opened her third eye or whatever you know because she i, I think but she that's had basically it what the movie is and then kind of like what happens then is just like his whole plan his whole scheme or whatever he's trying to do right and it's up to you to decide if he did the right thing or not i'm i think we're all probably in the same camp these guys are really bad people they deserve like, being killed by him. It's like the Nazi party, people. essentially. Like, yeah, you know, and like people it totally is people. And he says it in his first, like when he breaks into the TV studio and he gives that speech about how everybody's come become complacent and they just want to feel safe. But, you know, you're letting the government do too much and you're letting them control too much. And like, you know, right. everybody knows it's fucked up, but you can't one person can't stand up. You got to be this nameless faceless person which i i couldn't I, stop. I like the world enables enables i thought it was great yeah oh yeah. yeah i couldn't stop comparing it to uh to star wars throughout this whole thing cuz it is really like the same yeah. thing with the yeah. how the empire or how the emperor rose to power because he in this movie they set up they basically create this virus and kill all these people to you know instill fear in the people and then the government comes in with this like miracle drug that they have. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we developed this drug to save everybody. So like, they put the people <laughs> put their faith in, you know, the government. And then that's how the high chancellor rose to power. It's the same thing in Star Wars, how the emperor crafted the Clone Wars, you know, to get the people behind him. And that's how he rose to power. So it's I just kept making those Star Wars comparisons. I always got Star Wars on the brain. So Eric. Could you imagine if they took if they took this story and threw a Star Wars paint on it? Think about how this Jedi character with a mask, right, is coming through and like taking out people like that. You know, because yeah. he uses a blade, you could do it with a Jedi, right? That would be pretty oh, dope. Totally. Taking out the Empire, you could, you know, or use it as some inspiration. But like, and it, it would be, yeah, it would that's be a, like a you comparison. know, it would have to be like a. Not a, not necessarily a Jedi that follows the Jedi ideals. They would have to be like a, a gray Jedi. Could be a red lights or something like that. Red lightsaber, and you're confused. Or like you're thinking, uh, which one call it? Like a white lightsaber, like Ahsoka has, because she's not, she's not a Jedi. She's like somewhere in between. Like she sure, doesn't follow right. the Jedi way, but she's still. Work. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, Star Wars Visions, make it happen. Make it into yeah. a, a twenty minute, twenty minute episode. Make it a two parter. There you go. Boom. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, it's a good, that was a good summary, Brandon. Like there's, it's like a totalitarian regime. That's, I mean, is he justified because he's going out and murdering people just because they're bad? Like, that's kind of a, a thing that we come to at some point where like, you know, some innocent people are going to die. Um, well, it's like they it's the greater good, essentially. They created the monster. Like they are their own downfall, essentially. You know, because they had this whole facility to do the testing with their you know, super virus, and 
basically i don't know so what was the deal with him like he was immune to the virus and it like made him he was stronger yeah, they, or whatever they were they were taking all these people who they didn't think were like the people that needed to be in their their country so they would take them and then they would use them as test subjects knowing they would die to this virus that they created they just needed to come up with like the the cure for it so right. they, they were testing through all these people well they finally found somebody who could survive it it was him turns out he's dangerous and he's like some kind of macgyver because he could take anything and just blow shit up well i thought the, i thought the virus gave him like the virus messed him up pretty bad i think the there was a line that some... it gave him like superhuman reflexes and stuff like that because i okay. remember there was some line that said like you know it increased his like abilities um oh, okay which yeah so the virus helped him you know become what he was which was how he was kind of able to take down the facility so super smart was also one of his attributes that he gained. From yeah. Him. Okay. Yep. Good about him. Oh. You can see it in the beginning, like in the first fight, there's surprisingly not much action in this movie. There's only like two main big fights that happen there's throughout a it. Things. There's, yeah. there's a piles and piles of dialogue in this movie that I a thought lot of it is more... the taken down is like targets yeah. one by one. It's a very good suspense as you know, you, he blows up the building in the beginning um, says that next year, you know, everybody come back and let's fuck up this government. Um, but like the in between how that year fills out and you know that the next one's coming, you know that, you know, some shit's going to go down on the 5th of November. So um, the way that it, I think, that, that, helped. I think that was cool. a good I think that was a good way to structure the movie, though, because they're, while they're trying to yeah. make a point, they have a lot of characters in this movie. Um, so having it yeah. start off the way they did was nice. I think it did a great job world building, um, and meeting our hero as well as, uh, Natalie Portman's character, who's pretty much going to be us. We're going to go for the ride as we learn, she learns. Uh, but yeah, there's a date set. So we know in a year in what's he going to do with her. So he's going to be going through and taking out these people. So it's, which I love. I, I love when, like, you know, there's, like, these bosses or these, like, people. There's going to be a pattern to whatever he's going to do. And he gives them all a rose. And each one is, like, like in a video game, I could see you doing that thing where you lay down the rose or something like that. It's so like Assassin's person, Creed like, when he used to, like, the first couple, like, one and two, when you used to talk to the people when you assassinated them, kind of. Lay them down. Right. Like, yep. Some of them get longer dialogue. Like, maybe they were like, hey, you know, you're just a good person who didn't do anything. So you just kind of stood stood aside. So it's just kind of inaction is action kind of thing. So a lot of this movie focuses on the uh, on the like investigation too, like the cat and mouse between V and the investigator, because he was a big character in this movie. You know, he was trying to I forgot his name, but whoever the uh, the investigator was, the character there, uh, but Finch. Yeah, he was trying to connect all the pieces because he could see, you know, that there was more here going on here than just a vigilante killing random people you know he, he kind of connected the dots to this facility um the lark hill facility and everything so i thought funny yeah, that, i thought that was done well that he just zoned in on lark hill and was like yep this thing and uh, like they explained it in like one scene and that was just like the impetus for like his entire it was weird it was, went down that one road there was a couple Larry. of times where, where he was just like Oh, I just have a feeling that it's that this is the answer, you know, 
Oh, no a lot other of explanation just happen. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things just happen in this but throughout this movie. I mean, it's a comic. It's, it's a comic book movie. Though. That's kind of the way that yeah, you can, you can explain it away. Um, the two guy like I had Stephen Fry and who was like uh, Evie's boss, and then the other guy who was on TV. Like they, those guys look very similar to me. And when he killed one, and then I saw the other, I was very confused for a minute. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was weird. Like two overweight English guys that are on TV, but I didn't like, <laughs> yep. it was, it was tough to tell them apart, but eventually I got it. But, um, Evie's boss, you know, felt really bad for that guy too. He had, he had his own like little V for Vendetta basement where, you know, he had like that all this hidden felt having contraband. Stuff. Yeah. What's the book? Nine or- Orwell's book. 84. Four? 1984? Yeah. That's the one Erica had to read. Yeah. That's the one I was, That yeah. whole scene like felt like that. Remember with the his the main character's boss has that whole scene? Yeah. With owning something like Is that a good book? Like, yeah, I thought that was I remember it being it's good. an incredible book. I remember it liking it a lot, yeah. I mean Yeah, it's referenced for a reason because it's if, if you if you Yeah, dude, that's that's it's one, like the classic a, like you know, government oppression, big brother is watching type stuff, like the government controlling every aspect of your of your life, you know, and you can't go anywhere without um, the government watching you. So, yeah, it's it is good. I kind of want to read it again, especially after seeing. Here's this. a connection I made. Uh, so, I thought about this. John Hurt, who is, um, how do you say his name? Susan. What's his? Uh, he's like the main guy that V's trying to take out. Oh, like oh, the, the chancellor guy, Chanc- the high chancellor. Yeah, yeah. What about What's that character's name? Well, anyways, oh. he was in. He was the main character in the movie adaptation of 1984. Uh, oh, really? Okay. John Hurt, that's Adam, cool. Adam Sutler. Sutler, that's it. Yeah, Sutler. Thank you, Chancellor okay. Sutler. That's pretty cool. I didn't even know there was a movie adaptation of 1984. Yeah, it's okay. It's people. A lot of people like it. I, I think I watched it late, and I was just like. Actually, this is that is the slow. is that the movie that they that Apple used in like one of their commercials yeah. or whatever? Yeah. So I He's, that's the only reason I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, weird. Yeah, that was an old one. Um, nice. I mean, I was I was talking about the action scenes, but like the they're they're good. Like you can see like traces of like a little Matrix kind of stuff in there a little bit there's some inspiration sure. post matrix at that point yeah. dude. like you yeah. start getting some of that stuff in there which the is... camera moves in the music is yep. especially especially at the end when v's taking out all those cops you know mm-hmm. with the guns um there's like a slow a motion action sequence yeah he's slitting throats yeah it's it's very like yeah that... you know it's not the it's not quite the right color blood it's it's very uh, it makes sense though you know it's like comic booky not too over the top gory or anything realizing that hugo is also agent smith and matrix um makes a lot yep. more sense too that we have both of them in this movie considering There's definitely was, some connected he did tissue. star wars and matrix movies and they kind of just mashed them together but um in general how do you guys how do you guys feel about the the themes and the story um is there anything you think about trump you think about um think about a lot of stuff I did. like I, you know, I think about like, yeah, that kind of, and like, just like activist movements, you know, over the decades in America, like we even got in the end credits, like Malcolm X speaking, you know, during the credits and things like that. So it definitely evokes, 
you know, political political activist movements um, and, you know, things that have happened in our country and in other countries, obviously, like fucking Nazis, Nazi Germany evokes a lot of feelings of that. Um, but I'm always a fan of like dystopian futures, dystopian future right. stories. Well, so like a dystopian future. Yeah, I'm always I'm always do, do you like where like the um the government is just totally lying to you and you, you have no idea what's true or not. And you're just oh, like, yeah, yeah I love that this shit. They Bring sh- down this shit. I think they show that really well with like the TV station and how they're fabricating the news. Fake news. But seriously, though, in <laughs> like this movie, it, they are completely fabricating like, yeah, everything, everything that uh, they put out there on the news is catered in a way to make sure that the people, you know, don't get the wrong idea. They send the exact message that they they want them to hear. Have you guys seen the one video? I think at some point I saw it on Twitter where it's like, I forget what event in the world happened, but like all the news stations came forward and had to give a statement. And like, you can play news stations next to each other from around the country. And they're all saying the exact same script as it's coming out from like completely different news stations in completely different cities. It's kind of, it's really creepy to hear and it makes it, I mean, it makes something like this, you know, seem a lot more feasible because essentially like, you know, you have a select rich few that are owning multiple media monopolies and, you know, stuff like this is not too far fetched. I mean, this is a little more intense than I would say. This has the government completely controlling the media. Yes. Oh yeah. And like, there's influences of that, I, but like this is like extreme. Like mm-hmm. we know it to be true, and we know exactly we see it happening when somebody gets killed off. I mean, I think that's kind of the point of the movie is to like you know shed some light on like okay, this you know this could be our future. Maybe not to this this extreme, but like this is what we have this, to prevent. This movie's trying to make Stay a vigilant. statement. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Stay vigilant. Nice, absolutely. And they made the whole like the government straight up went out and started just in three places, like three waters was a place, right? And they just killed like 300 kids. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when they released them. the viruses. They did it in three spots yeah. to make it look yeah. more believable, which. Yeah. To their own people just to gain power and yep. uh, may get rich. So rich that you can just do what you want. Yeah. You know, so well, total, total empires, total Star Wars. Empire. Like it's easier for like, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. It's easier for a government or to Nazis take control. Or whatever, if, you know, it's just, you know, everybody's being passive because they're scared as shit that they're going to get fucking, you know, get bombed. Right. Oh, like that, girl, that little poor girl, man. She, you see her throughout the whole movie and she finally starts doing it. doesn't finish her V and then she, then she does. She get the mask on and you know something's going to happen to her. Like, cause, cause, right I thought we like... saw her at the end of the movie again, though, too. Or it might have been just another. <laughs> well, you, another yeah, you just see you see all the people glasses. that died. Right. All right. That's that. That was the whole point of that last scene. Like, oh, standing the, there. He is everybody, you know, like the, per, the the little girl who died. The they show they show other people who died throughout. OK, the movie, yeah. Like, I was a little confused there for a second. I'm like, wait, yeah, a the two women like when everybody um, takes off their masks. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Because at the end, um, I, um, I like, I mean, thoughts. I like, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yep. I like the message at the end when Evie kind of gives her speech, like, you know, they, they start with it in the beginning and kind of do a refrain at the end where it's like, you know, a man, the, the man doesn't matter. It's the idea that lives on. 
you know, and like even after V died, it didn't matter that he died. His ideals and what he the the movement that he started is what lives on in everybody. Like V is my mom, my dad, my brother. I'm right. V, you know, right. So. You, me, all, it's everybody. That's the, yeah. yeah. When she was standing on the train there at the end, like, and she had like that that weird calmness that came over her. I could not stop thinking about Keanu. Like after Keanu comes back from the matrix and he knows like one, he knows everything and he can fuck stuff up. He has like that chill, like <laughs> that chill, like surfer bro calmness to him. And she had yes. that exact same thing. He to knows. Her. Yeah. I was like, wow, she is the one as well, but she is the two, but yeah, that I, I thought the ending, it was cool to see everybody March and I kind of knew that was coming, but I don't know. I felt like it ended like abruptly, like anti, not anticlimactically, but it's like, I don't know. It was just kind of like a, <laughs> yep, we marched on, we marched on city hall and blew up parliament. And, and then we all stand around and like, I don't know. I wanted, not that I want to see what happens after that, but I don't know. It was, a, it was a cool moment, but it just, I kind of saw it. Like you can see it coming a mile away. You know, it's going to happen. Right. Buildings don't blow up like that. Let's be honest. Which is kind of funny. Comic book, comic book <laughs> movies. Um, you kind of let some each, of that stuff. Each slide part of the building right. blows up separately, so you can get a nice camera shot of it as well, it the, goes. Like, of course, yeah. The, well, the train was the going too. underground, so as it was driving, it you know it was carrying the explosion. No, I don't know. But I, I, I feel like I kind of agree with that. Um, Dave, what if the movie ended when the detectives looking at Evie? And he's like, don't don't do it, and she just holds it, and then and the movie ends there, and then you hear the music play. Dun, 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 dun. You know, you you never know. I mean, right? You know, does she? What does she do? She know that she's gonna pull it, but but I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. How, I guess because it does have a abrupt end. Yeah, I don't know I don't how, how else. I don't know how else we needed. Fighters. You know, I don't know if we That's needed it. anything else after that because, <laughs> like, if you did add something else after that, it would probably extend this movie no. out another like 20 minutes a yeah. half hour which we it was already feel like it was already long enough a little bit longer like that. longer than it need to be to begin with if i just needed like a uh like a final like over narrative but i guess whatever it's fine i mean at good. that point statler was dead so i couldn't tell like, when the when the jay leno guy did the <laughs> did the thing on TV and he had like the two dueling Statlers or whatever. Yeah. He's making fun of the chancellor or whatever. Like those guys looked so spot on that when who is the, uh, the other bad guy, Conroy Creedy, when Creedy, Creedy yeah. brings the chancellor there, I'm like, is that the real chancellor or is he just feeding him like a fake guy? So V kills him and they just wanted to kind of like suss him out. But that'd be a good catch. That would be, but then yeah. he got shot in the face and kind of, we're like, oh, okay, that was well, it. I guess he's. That I was guess it. he really yep. is dead. But yeah. I don't know. It's so weird because they're always. It's got that weird, know, dystopian future. Every time you see the chancellor, he's on like a, this giant fifty foot fucking screen. <laughs> all, yep. Like for some reason, all the camera is showing is just like his dirty, nasty, tea stained <laughs> teeth, and he's just like barking out orders and I'm shit. Nice, yeah. Like, it's not a good angle, guy. Like fucking have some chill. Apparently, what he was hiding in a bunker though the whole time, is that is that what I saw? In there? I mean, he was, yeah, he was never out in public or anything, you know. 
like he made his little news statement, but he never was like you never saw him like out making speeches or whatever. So he knew he had a target on his back, especially you know after V started pulling his stunts. But yeah, I mean I agree. More more thinking about the ending, like I just I the ending did fall a little bit flat for me. Like I wasn't like pumped like. Yeah, this is cool. It's blowing <laughs> yeah. up Parliament, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know how else I would have wanted it to end. But like you said, Dave, it, it was like it was predictable. Everything was kind of laid out, you know, for us. It was like the dominoes. The like, I was hoping. When did, when did V have time to set up all those? In there. Did he set up all those goddamn dominoes? Like, who knew he was a virtuo, a virtuoso of? of dominoes dominoes i don't know I, I wrote down like this is the coolest fucking dominoes scene i've ever seen in a movie because when that have you really ever cool. seen fucking dominoes in a do movie? you think do you think that was like cg or did you think they actually set up all those dominoes no i think they did that i think so that's Dude, there are people out there that are like domino fanatics that's true they, they can make higher. like art like, hey, with dominoes yeah you know that's true I've yes seen those. and then the way they had it so it ends with the one at the very end that he picks up Oh, hey, yep, he's always wearing him. a mask. Now, I know for us, not always. we can't see his face, which is pretty cool. Love it when a character, when an actor takes a role and they don't take the mask off ever. But, like, he wears it around when nobody's there. He just wears it around. I think just when Evie's around. He doesn't around. see his own face. I don't know. I think he wears it all the time because I think he, he, he tells Evie at one point, like, he's not the man he, he's not the, Whoever he was before is gone. He's just this embodiment of V now. And that's all he is and that's all he stands for. And that's why he didn't really care if he died, you know, because he was serving one purpose and that was to, you know, get, you know, people to act and change the government and everything. So I think he served his purpose and he didn't really, you know, he he only had one goal in mind and he didn't no, really care he, about his. He, he wanted he to was. die though. Yeah. Right. Like he 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 could have taken all those people. He, out that was that his plan. Week. His plan was to die. He stood to there go and down got shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah. But what his else? original plan must have been to make it to the train on his own, and then turn it on and then just lay in there and get blown up mm -hmm. at Parliament. So maybe I don't know. Because he was but planning that because he, he said let her make the decision for him. Right before, which is I guess more romantic and. Right. It was like her. He like, yeah, I guess before that, I don't know. He probably planned to just do it himself and then just I don't know if he was. I would assume he was planning to go down with the train anyways. Like, I don't know. That was his like he said, he, he served his purpose after he triggered the train. And, you know, he didn't he didn't have anything to do after that, you know, so I'm leaving to you to do with what you will. Is this another trick V? No, no more tricks, no more lies, only truth. And the truth is, you made me understand that I was wrong, that the choice to pull this lever is not mine to make. Why? Because this world, the world that I'm a part of and that I helped shape, will end tonight. And tomorrow a different world will begin that different people will shape. And this choice belongs to them. Where are you going? 
The time has come for me to meet my maker and to repay him in kind for all that he's done. Lee, wait. Please, you don't have to do this. You could let it go. We could leave here together. No. You were right about what I am. I have no tree waiting for me. All I want, all I deserve is at the end of that tunnel. That's not true. I don't know. I think his plan was to die all along. Even if Evie never came yeah. along. He was so I think he was dying. He was going or he was just just wanted to die. It's the way the plan went. I don't know. Like cuz he didn't have the plan to meet up with Creedy and kill the chancellor until that kind of presented itself as well. So Right. Yeah. Um on the prisoner thing for Evie, let's talk about that little scene cuz that took up like a good chunk of the second second act i totally fell for it the first time i saw this movie i was like whoa i mean i fell for it this time i didn't remember that that's one of the scenes i didn't remember because nobody shows their face and everything's black and i'm like that kind of sounds like hugo yeah i was was yeah you figured out later on but like when it's like when he's about to tell her it's like that's like his voice oh Mm -hmm. shit what's going on and then you at that point i knew yeah when he walked into the cell and was like you know this is your last chance to Tell me, or else we're gonna take you out behind the shed and shoot you. <laughs> yeah, she should have been like the chemical. Why side. aren't you speaking? Why you speaking in an English accent? Oi, you know? fucker! Like have her just be like <laughs> some dirty street rat. But um, no, <laughs> I thought like up, if somebody but... did that to me, I would be pretty pissed because he was like not waterboarding her, but like you know, shaved her head and dunking, dunking her... her head in the toilet. And trying to is that yeah. where they were torturing her? Was torturing her? Down. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was wondering, and he just happened to have like a prison cell set up in his basement. Like, hey, I'm just set this up down here. He must here. have known that he was. He must have yearned to have somebody. He's just waiting for the right person, maybe. And yeah, I think that was probably it. Or he's just. I mean, you can always have those set up just in case you take prisoners. Like you know, maybe for his he, sick, twisted fantasies. I it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was there was one part where like <laughs> where like Natalie Portman's going from like being tortured and then she's like the kid in the never ending story where she's like going back to find her book and like read her little book and just like read a little bit of toilet paper to read like the story about the, oh. the lesbian couple that yeah. like and I mean that I'm like I was curious like while those scenes were going on I'm like why are these random like we're getting a random story about like the like we already know that the fascists are you know fucking racist they're sexist they're all sorts of you know i don't know fascist scumbags really um <laughs> murdering anybody that doesn't come with them come fall in line with them with their you know blonde hair blue eyes kind of ideology or whatever but uh that was just that threw me off there for a little bit and because it got really slow. That's the point where the wife fell asleep. So I know that that's the point where the movie <laughs> got really slow. Um, it, this movie does a lot. It throws a lot at yeah, you. There's yeah. a lot of characters and there's a lot of things that they, there's a lot of story. So that part, yeah, it's kind of slow, but I, I mean, I like it. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, and then it, you think that, that, that whole, that whole couple was a lie of his. Only to find out that it's not. And he's like, this right. is like this all is these people story. were denied a life. This place won't let them have people like them have a life. 
we could do something about it. Like these, it's our government and it's not their government. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good message at the end. Like I, I, I think that part hit pretty well. Yeah. I mean, choosing violence is, is always feels weird. So I'm like in this moment though, does it make sense? And I'm like, I mean, I hope there's nobody working there. It's like a nice person, like as a janitor, there's like clean in there. I hope they cleared everybody out of the building. But I, ass- there's a lot I of assume the people that maybe build- kill a lot of in in, you're talking about parliament, like when it got yeah. bombed. I assume because yeah. they knew it was coming, so they had definitely had evacuated everybody out of there at that point. Okay, because like hope. he told them, like, "Hey, a year from now, blowing up parliament, so <laughs> nobody's working on don't November 5th. Check 5th. the sewers. Whatever you do, don't go underground and look down there, right? Because yeah. apparently he's a stonemason too, and he like he said it took him like ten years to like relay the track. Yeah, he and... rebuilt the tracks and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Shit, dude, is an engineer yep. too. Holy fuck, can do anything. But, but yeah, there are some really weird parallels to like current day, you know, ideology. Whether we're talking like political state of the United States, like the religious Republicans who are like you know. No gays, no immigrants, rah, 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 like all it's that a heavy kind focus of, on like Fox on News. Like Fox News is essentially mm-hmm. like the news station that's on this that's like being portrayed here, essentially. So I mean the that bishop dude, he was like he said <laughs> was a facility, fun. one of the highest paid dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude. she's so stuck into the up. church. Yeah. Like and she's yeah, wearing like some pink pink like Little, I don't know, school. I don't really know what to fucking call yeah, it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. She looked like she was out of like some anime or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah the the bishop could He's not. Like, have how been... old? I hope she's not too old. <laughs> oh. That's when they remember something. I'm like, this guy sucks. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. Like the way he's like getting into it though, and he's like, oh, this is oh, a I've great never story. played this before. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, that guy. Yeah, definitely saying something with that character because you know that's what they say with Catholic priests, you know. I mean, so like, yeah, you're some, you're, there's definitely like a commentary being made there. Um, yeah, that scene was uh, it was it was crazy. She tried to escape though. She's like, "Fuck this!" So like, you're gonna get killed. This guy's really gonna kill you. It goes down, and then she tries to escape, and that's when he like he captures her. He must have known that she was gonna do that, or he anticipated it. No, it was when she. She left and when she Evie got was the fuck out of jam. there. She went over to, uh, she went over to her boss's, boss's house, house, Dietrich. Yeah. Dietrich. And then when Dietrich's houses got raided, that's when V grabbed her. Essentially, so mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, yeah, no one knew she was there. When does V sleep? He's got time for like relaying subway tracks. He's gathering all these chemicals. You know what my bombs. question is? Like, holy shit, this guy's got no sleep. Where the schedule. fuck does he does he get all the money for the shit? He doesn't work. He just steals it. He doesn't. You think he's? You think he's stealing shit? Well, he's stealing food. He's stealing all that artwork down in his. How basement. did he manufacture all of these? All of these masks, also. Ordered them on eBay. Dude, I don't know. I think about that, that too. I'm like, how is any of this going? At, how how's is this going down? Yeah, like he's just one dude. Like, how did? Yeah, how did he get all these masks ordered and distributed? How does he? How is he paying for his fancy oh, yeah. house and <laughs> bunker? Maybe sold some building artwork. these train tracks. I forgot right. there was like seventy thousand like masks delivered, wasn't there? <laughs> and cloaks. he must have and cloaks, he must have stole stole some shit because if you Absolutely. think about it, he he was a nobody 
you know, captured in this facility getting experimented on, then he escapes and where where does he go? How does you know I was wondering that about Evie when she when she escapes V's place and she just goes out into the wild and she like she has no ID, she has nothing like where the like how is she eating and how is she like like all these new scenes she's on in V's basement. She's just got like new Lisa, that was one thing my wife was commenting on. She's like, Where does she get all these fucking outfits from? Like every time (laughs) She's coming out from being captured. She's always got something that fits her body type. I'm like, well, oh, maybe I noticed like, that. I noticed that. He's always got like these nice, like small, like V-necks. What she shit. says at her boss's place, she's like, here, come in, and she like takes a shower or whatever. And she comes in. She she's wearing like a the perfect black sweatshirt <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. Uh, you just happen to have that, dude. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's got all sorts of. Just- Suspension of disbelief. He, he robbed uh, Dick's Sporting Goods and stole their women's section. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this in this movie. It was like, yeah, hey, sure. can, very convenient, but whatever, you know. Yeah, that's just on the production side. But um, yeah, I like the story. The music was was pretty good. Um, yeah, I like the oldies. You know? The oldies are a good touch. Yeah, like the classics. They're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. outlawed. Rolling Stones at the end and. Good. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the old, like the eighteen twelve overture. Oh no, not like, not that the old. real oldies. Oh, the classics, the classics, yeah. There's a nice Tchaikovsky in there, but I mean, it makes makes it makes good sense when you're blowing up buildings to play some good old bombastical classical like overtures. So yeah, they really works. wanted you to like this guy though, like with the music with the jukebox, right? Mm-hmm. And he would play that, mm-hmm. and like that was like his kind of way of. He's a sensitive soul. Watching, he watching fucking, the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, he had fucking butterflies up on the wall, like butterflies, like little pinned, like science. Hey, butterflies, he collects. Like, he's a collector. You know? he's got a gentle touch and a gentle soul, and like a sweet taste in music, I guess. Yes, and he wears an apron. Yes, of course. And he, ma- oh my god, Aggie's, he Aggie's in the basket, or what do you, what do you call him, Eric? I, it's toad in a hole for me. Toad in I've a hole. I always call it that. So, yeah. this is one thing that toad I in a hole. I saw. Brandon, have you ever had these before? Yeah, you I just you so, just cut a so little circle. Evie's captured. Bread. Like she wakes up and he's making breakfast, and it's these egg. little these little toast things with the egg in the middle. And Eric, what were you what's saying? a Benedict Arnold it's or so, whatever? They, it's so it's so easy to make. No, Benedict, no, all you do Benedict, not Benedict Arnold. Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Close though. You just take a slice of bread. <laughs> take a slice of bread, cut a little hole in the center, butter it up. You butter it, it after you do the cup in the hole? The hole in the no, middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could butter it before. That would probably be easier. Put it in your pan, crack an egg in the hole, you know, wait for the egg to cook on one side, and then you just flip the bread over, cook it on the other side, and boom. And you can you eat it all in one piece like that? Like he's in a basket? Or, or with a knife and fork. Yeah, whatever. I would so probably what do you do with the hole that you cut out? Do you cook that as well? On the side, uh, I I've, I've seen some people like you know cook that and replace it on top of the egg, or just throw it away or eat it or whatever. Throwing it away is horrible. What kind of what kind just, of bread are we talking about? Just eat a circle of bread. We're doing like a nice white. little sourdough. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, this is on my list. If you want to get fancy, if you want to get fancy. V. Ah, bonjour, mademoiselle. I just wanted to apologize for my reaction last night. Hmm. I understand what you did for me, and I want you to know I am grateful. Your hands. Yes. There, that's better. 
I hope I didn't put you off your appetite. No, please. It's just, you're right. Oh, yes, 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 I'm fine. Can I ask what happened? There was a fire a long time ago. Ancient history for some. Not really very good table conversation. Now, would you care for a cup of tea with your egg? Yes, thank you. I'm starving, actually. Have a seat. Delicious. Mm, good. God, I haven't had real butter since I was a little girl. What'd you get here? A uh, government supply train on its way to Chancellor Sutler. <laughs> you stole this from Chancellor Sutler? Yes. You're insane. I dare do all that may become a man who dares more is none. Macbeth. There is an article on. Uh, I, I was shocked at how simple it was because it looks so delicious in the movie. <laughs> Very right. simple, yeah. But no, Eggie's, Eggie's in the basket. Liked his cooking. We had a toad in a hole. I forget. There was a couple different names on the Discord oh, yeah. as well. Chris Logan on our our Discord um, said a different name for him. Oh, I but hold on, off the off the look. Continue with the discussion i mean i like just talking about that i mean uh, what else is there let's see there is the birds they also call it the bird's nest egg in a basket the popeye oh chris chris logan says one-eyed jack the one-eyed jack that was what i was just gonna say next right there because i said there's everybody has a different name for this dish like every person i've met that has made this has a different name right here and in a confusing twist to the brits it's called toad in a hole there you go eric toad in a hole Yep. You must be British somewhere deep in your ancestry. I don't know. I've always, that's what it's. That's Bullseye always what eggs, egg in a frame, egg in a hole, egg in a nest. Gas house special. I don't know what the fuck you call that. Pirate's eye. Like there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on in here, but it's a, it's an egg and a piece of bread, which I don't know. It might have to be that my next, uh, my next breakfast this weekend. And it's got to be like, uh, it can't be overcooked. It's, you break the, the yolk? It's got to be runny. You got, no, oh, you, you don't, don't break, break the yolk? Okay. See? It's like a, it's basically like an over easy egg. Like okay. you, you flip it over and you cook the yolk just a little bit, enough for it to, you know, have a little I gotta crust crack on that. it. I got to crack that fucking yolk. I can't have that. What? No, 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 no. You got to have the runny <laughs> yolk. That. That defeats the whole purpose. No, no, thanks. I pass. I crack it. I crack it either one. Well, that is it for this week's egg cast. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our greatest (laughs) breakfast recommendations. But so while you guys were talking about this, I was thinking about like, what the hell do you think Evie was thinking? Could you imagine this happening to you where you're just in this underground room with all this crazy artwork and then this guy who kills, who can like kill people is wearing a mask and a wig and he talks the way he's talking. It's like the most unique person you've dude. ever met in your life. Like I would be like, dude, I'm this fucking, is weird. I am like, all you... into that. You telling me she I asked, don't have to go to crazy work. Person? I don't have to go to goddamn <laughs> work and I can just sit down here, eat whatever I want I just... and read books and just fucking relax right? and chill. I'm like, yes, sign me up for another 10 years of being in this basement. You wouldn't be creeped the fuck out. Ever. Like, she lets her guard down pretty quick. Yeah, that's like, true. She wants to make out with the mask. <laughs> she does. <laughs> it's not the mask. It's the man behind the mask. Take your mask off. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't have no. lips. I don't have eyelids. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not going to kiss right. me. Imagine what he looks like. I'm just...
I can I couldn't stop thinking of like Deadpool. You know, that's what I imagine he looks like. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. you do get a glimpse of the hands, and the hands are pretty gnarly. They the hands yeah. look very Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, but it's the same got, kind of thing. You get digits, so. full body burn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Poor guy is burned all over. Whatever, you know. It's, it must be happens. extreme pain, right? Because, like, he seems to be all calm and collected, but he's got to be in constant pain. All scar right? tissue like, by now. It's just all... Maybe he's, a, <laughs> oh maybe he's a drug addict. Oh, my God. It's got to hurt so much, oh, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I feel bad for people that are burn victims. But, like, like well, that... like. He might be using that rage because, like, there's one time when Evie leaves him, he lets his guard down. He like th- throws his um mask into like the, a mirror or something like that, and he breaks yeah. shit. He got it was when she upset. leaves because yeah, yeah, he's mad because she left, right? He's got like, love. Just, I've never. I just told you I haven't danced to all hundred like 184 songs or 800 songs. Want to dance? You want to dance with me? <laughs> Wah. I which was that's kind of weird, but. You don't want to dance with me? Like, no, you're creepy, dude. <laughs> I mean, he was holding her hostage in his basement. I mean, you kind of. What uh, is the uh, what is the the prisoner Freudenschein or whatever? A dude that's wearing a mask at all times. When the when the captor falls in love with the with the terrorist, or was it? I don't know what it's called. The girl, the captor yeah, falls she, in love with the she started with whoever the kidnappy. Yeah, kidnappy falls in love with kidnapper. I don't know, whatever. Kidnappy. Um, cool. No. Um, is there anything else you guys want to touch on here? I mean, we've kind of been jumping around the entire time. Um, I feel the need that I kind of want to read this book now. Um, a graphic novel. Yeah. A graphic I mean, novel. I've read 10, 10 issues, you is know, it? not too bad. Yeah. I've read Watchmen. Watchmen was really good too. Um, that was a pretty long, you know, bigger, bigger book. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what the, like the real differences are between the book and the movie. Um, if I would be as upset as Alan Moore is, I don't know. Kind of felt like he was being a little bit of a writer snob to kind of make that big of a grandstand against the movie. But yeah, I think it's fine. fine. I think it's age it's fine. good. I, I, I think don't. It's yeah. totally worth going back and checking it out. Yeah, uh, there's no bad acting in it. Uh, I think it's again, it's just weird that. Two, I don't know, non-English people were in the roles, like the lead roles, but they did a great job of what they had. Yeah, I think I would probably agree with that. Like, it's it's a good movie. I don't think it's reinventing the wheel. I don't think it's anything crazy special, but it's a good story, especially if you like dystopian futures and like you know fascist downfalls of fascist regimes. So it's worth it for that. And the like you said, the acting is good. Yeah, absolutely. Natalie and Hugo are kind of just kind of on full display here. Yeah, I thought the investig I like the investigators character yeah. too. I was gonna say like, the genres that job. they throw in it are fun. There's like yeah, the investigator yeah, there's a lot. going on, chasing after like a guy going killing people one by one. There's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. Um maybe that's to its detriment. I don't maybe it tried to do too many things and Fell I mean, short was, on a couple areas, but it's over two hours, so that's like a full. That's like a full movie. Like you got time. Like this ain't Lord of the Rings yeah. or anything. But... Could you have done a trilogy of this if you knew now what the story and like? Could do you think they could have, or they they could have delved it, deeper it into? Maybe... Yeah, they, I think they could have delved deeper into like the backstory of this of Evie little... and V and you know whatnot. But that might be a little 
long, but it might maybe, make a good. Two. It might make a good like one season, eight episode, like HBO series or something. Like Ooh. each episode could be hunting down one of these, you know, people at the first that episode could be about the original guy. Yeah, and not, and then being yeah. hung. Episode ends. Next one is Evie's story. Yep, and it's the rest of the season. Yeah, dude. I mean, ten episodes, cool. hour an episode. Yeah, you're looking at like another eight hours of more V. Um, or um, if the people over at Telltale Games. That would be cool. That would you know, actually. Which one you go after? Right. You know, Making decisions order. on whether you want to blow up Parliament what, or what not. Among us work. Yeah. Do you, you know, pull the lever or not? All oh, right. Right. Yeah, we all. That would be cool. Over. That would be cool. Keep nice. him alive. Let him go. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that should do it for today. Um, I'm glad we went back and rewatched this. It was kind of a cool, cool revisiting. Um, to see, but we'll put a pin in it there. Um, why don't we uh, take a little break? And when we come back, we're going to um, do a play a little game. Um, we'll call it V4 Questions. Victory? <laughs> v for victory, sure. <laughs> call it that. Uh, we'll, we'll play that right when we come back after this voracious, victorious vindication of videos Welcome back. We are here for uh, the victorious, vicious vindication of virtues, where you two will play as a team. I guess today, because I want to. I think it's always fun when we play as a team. Can you guys can listen? We are see. all we are all V. We, we that to... is true. We are all V. So we are all V. In this game, uh, we are answer. All answers will begin with the letter V. Imagine that. Uh, these are not exactly nice uh, lining up with the movie, but um, these are all just random trivia questions that I could find that we are going with the topic of V. So uh, I got seven questions here. Uh, if you guys get, I will say four, right? Well, you can go to space camp. You can go to V camp. You and, get to uh, blow up parliament. Blow up your own parliament. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, let's get started here. Um, question number one. Name the European capital city, which is also hit by the group Ultravox. Was it, I don't know what a vault Ultravox is, but. Uh, what? Vienna, Valletta, Valduz, or Venice? Can you repeat the question, please? Name the European capital city, which was also hit, which 
Also, a hit group. Hit by the group Ultravox. Oh, a hit by the group. So it must be a song Ult- name. Ultravox is a British new wave band formed in London. Okay, so it must be a, a song by Ultravox that was the name also. Also, the, the name of a European capital city. Is it Vienna, Valletta, Valduz, or Venice? Uh, my gut says Venice. What are you thinking over there? Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. Vienna, Valletta. Vienna's good. Valduz. I know. I was thinking Venice. Vienna too. What do you think it is? I don't know. It's a shot in the dark. So this one's a little tougher, but you know they get easier. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't be vexed by my voracious <laughs> questions. I don't know. Let's go with Your Venice. Choice, sure. Brandon had a good feeling about Venice. Venice is incorrect. It is Vienna. <gasps> no, oh, I double about Vienna. Which makes me want to go listen to this Ultravox sound song called Vienna. But all right. Question number two. Name the country in South America that contains Angel Falls, the world's highest waterfall, with a total drop of 3,200 feet. Is it in Venezuela, Vietnam, Venatu, or Vatican City? Um, What? It's got to be Venezuela because none of those other ones are in South America. (laughs) Number five. (laughs) Yeah. Venezuela is correct. I was (laughs) love with that. Vietnam, um, I can say. Hey, I don't know. Vietnam. Maybe maybe you guys don't know your uh, don't know your uh, geography. geography. Who knows? You could. Uh, congratulations. Um, all, right, all right, we're on the board. On to uh, question number three. Uh, name the capital city of Malta. Is it Venice, Valletta, Vienna? Or Valduz. Capital city of Malta. I don't know, dude. What do you think? Just for reference, Malta is a tiny little island off of the coast of... It's not Venice or... Sicily, it looks like. It's not Venice or Vienna. What were the other ones? Valletta, Venice, Valletta, Venice, Vienna... Valduz. It's either Valduz or what was the other one? <laughs> Vel, let's do what he Valletta. Valletta. Valletta, Venice, Vienna, Valduz. 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 You pick, man. <laughs> you pick. Valletta. Uh, I, I don't know. Eric's usually good at these. He's good at the process of elimination, usually in these yeah. multiple choice ones. Let's go with. Valletta. That answer is correct. Yeah. Nice. It is. It was process of elimination. Malta. Nice. Uh, All right. Now I know that. The, Re- the Republic never forget. of Malta, island country in southern Europe, located in the Mediterranean Sea. All right. All right. Valletta. Nice. You guys Capital are Malta. two for three. Kind of better than I thought you'd be doing here. All right. Uh, <laughs> another geography one name the name the waterfalls on waterfalls one waterfall is good on the river 
Zam- Zambezi on the border of Zimbabwe and Zambia. <laughs> I thought this was V's, not Z's. I know, this is Z's, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> we're going to call it Victoria Cross, Victoria Roll, Victoria Nile, or Victoria what? Falls. What? Name the waterfall on the river Zambezi on the border of Zimbabwe and Zambia. Victoria Cross, Victoria Roll, Victoria Nile, or Victoria Falls? I mean, Victoria Falls seems too obvious. But we've heard that's a real place of Victoria Falls, right? Is that not real? Wasn't it Victory Falls? Wasn't the other one Victory Falls from no, the other one? No, they're all Victoria. It's either Cross, Roll, I thought Nile, there was another Falls. question that was Victory yeah. Falls. Something Victoria. in there. Um, Victoria Angel. Fall, Falls Angel just seems Falls too obvious. Yeah, oh, Angel Falls. Okay. But I don't know what Cross or what is the other one? Not Nile. Cross, Roll, Nile, Nile. or Falls. What is cross and name the waterfall on the river Zambezi? I would just, I don't know, just go with falls because I don't fucking know. Probably not Nile. I don't know what cross or roll is. Yeah, Brandon, you're nodding over there. I'll go with Nile. I like your your pick. Nile or falls? What did you? No, I said falls. falls. I thought you you said falls was too obvious. Yeah, but now it's making me think the obvious one is the answer. Dave's trying to trick us. All right, I'm not trying to trick you. Then we're going to... Dave is trying to trick us. This uh, is yeah. funtrivia.com. That's trying to... Funtrivia.com. Okay. <laughs> falls is correct. There we go. See? The name of the waterfall is Victoria Falls. trying to trick us. That's too obvious. All right, that's three. You guys, one more, and you guys are good to go here. All right. Um... Let's see. Let's give you guys this one. This <laughs> sounds fun. Name the smallest member of the camel family, which resembles the llama. Is it the vicuna, venison, vulpine, or vole? Well, I know it's the not a vole. The smallest member of the camel not... family. Vole is a little mouse. Mm-hmm. Venice or Venice. What was the other one? Venison is Venison. deer meat. Um, Vicuna or Vulpine were the Vicuna other two. Vicuna or Vulpine. I want to. I think Vulpine is something else. I feel like I've heard of that before. So, by process of elimination, I would probably say Vulcuna. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, you look like you're. I mean, Eric's on a roll, and I feel like <laughs> I'm listening to him. Like that makes sense to me. I know All it's right. it's either it's a fifty fifty shot. Yeah. So I'll go with Volcuna. No. Vicuna? Vicuna, that one. Not Volpine? Brandon? Not Volpine. You're good. You're good? I'm good with that. All right. All right. Vicuna is the correct answer. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You guys <laughs> nice win. Vol is a small rodent. Volpine relates to fox and venison. That's what I... The yep. flesh of a deer. I only know there that because Volpix is a fox Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> see the pokemon knowledge is all coming through it's paying off that's crazy dividends now oh that's funny i am shocked and amazed um well congratulations guys you guys did wait is there more than that well i mean there you guys got the four i want to know the other ones now all we're right, on a right. roll okay no roll. we can keep going 
bonus points to see if you guys get all expenses paid. This yes, is a pretty please. easy one. An easy one. Name the sedative drug used in the treatment of anxiety, muscle spasms, epilepsy. Is it Vena Cava, Viagra, Valium, or Vitamin A? It's Valium. Sedative right. drug used in yeah. the treatment of anxiety, muscle spasms, and Valium. Please, I would Valium. like some Valium, please. Uh, Valium is correct. Vena Cava is the main vein of vertebrates that supply heart with the blood. Hmm. Did you literally what? Google V quizzes or something? <laughs> yeah, did you find absolutely. this quiz? <laughs> absolutely. That's amazing. I, we got to find something that like, I don't, know, I don't know. What else am I going to quiz you guys on? Anarchy in the UK and right. No, know. I'm <laughs> surprised that this quiz exists, but I like it. There is there is all a quiz for everything. All right. That is five out of six. All right. I think this is the last one. Here we go. All right. Let's see it. Let's hear it. If you do get this one wrong, uh, it will be kind of shocking. This all or nothing. Who, who is the major god of Hinduism along with Brahma and Shiva? Oh. Is it Varuna, Vishnu, Vayu, or Valhalla? Vishnu. Vishnu. Yeah. Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> Vishnu is correct. Nice. Varuna is the Hindu god of water. Vayua is the Hindu god of the wind. Valhalla, obviously, from Norse mythology. So, Damn, we know our Vs. There is your V quiz yeah. for June 29th. So, Beautiful. congratulations. You guys did much better than there. There are a lot of uh, non- uh, we almost got ones. the first one right too, Eric. If I would have listened to you, I would like, <laughs> you oh, know, whatever. dude, you're on fire. That was just tonight. a complete get, would have been a guess, anyways. But let me see what Brady can offer <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> let me get this one. Yeah, oh, that was fun. I did not know a, a V quiz existed. Well, better luck next time. I was feeling like I could have looked for a V Jeopardy, but I thought Brandon's face might explode. So, <laughs> I got we it. went. We decided to go away. I hope that. you uh, edit an episode, uh, a Jeopardy episode. <laughs> Someday. That'll All right. Amazing. Great. All right. It was cool to watch. It was cool to catch up on this one. Uh, Eric, why don't you hit us with the socials? If people want to send us an idea of something to watch, something cool to do, something to check out, how do they get a hold of us? Sure. Take us home here. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, get a hold of us, you can go to Twitter or Instagram at Nomads of Fantasy. You can join our Discord, the Nomads of Fantasy.com slash Discord. You can visit uh, just the Nomads of Fantasy.com for all your Nomad needs. What map, mm -hmm, the merch mm -hmm, store. Mm -hmm. um, oh, email us, Nomads of Fantasy.com. No, no, Nomads of Fantasy at gmail.com. That is the email address. That sounds better. Yep. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Great. Uh, next week, we're getting into Stand By Me. Can't wait to watch that summertime classic. So if you'd like to play along at home, uh, feel free to watch that with us, I guess. Damn it. Uh, oh, I and, did the uh, same thing last week. I started the outro music too early. Oh, so I'm gonna God have to damn play it. it again. All right. But that's okay. You get to listen outro, to the outro, the outro music. Again. We're good. All right. Um, as yeah, always. That's all. Yeah, that's all I got. Please. Any cl closing remarks? Now we can fill time because it's replaying again. But if not, as always, <laughs> safe travels, nomads. Safe travels, 
Safe travels, nomads. going to make this country a better place. There's no certainty, only opportunity. Well, I think you can be pretty certain that if anyone does show up, Creedy will black bag every one of them. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. And you're going to make that happen by blowing up a building? The building is a symbol, as is the act of destroying it. Symbols are given power by people. Alone, a symbol is meaningless, but with enough people, blowing up a building can change the world. I wish I believed that was possible, but every time I've seen this world change, it's always been for the worse.